0: Welcome to another episode of the Grace Field Leader Podcast. If you're listening when this episode airs, it is September 11, 22 years ago today marks a day in our nation's history most of us will never forget. We watched as our great nation was under attack. Today's a little bit of a break from our typical subject matter, but I thought it worth remembering this day 22 years ago juxtapose against where we find ourselves today. You may agree or disagree with some of my opinions and perspectives, and that's absolutely okay. But I'm going to be honest about what I remember about that day and our response as a nation, and about what I'm observing today. I really would love to hear from you in the community or on SpeakPipe. So let me know what perspective you have 22 years after the attack on the World Trade Center. What similarities and differences do you see in these United States of America? Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace, and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. I remember exactly what I was doing the morning of September 11, 2001. When someone at work said, we need to turn on the television, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. Everything stopped as we sat in silence and watched the first plane hit, then the second, the people jumping to their deaths to escape the flames, and then the two towers coming down, killing thousands of Americans. It was absolutely incomprehensible our nation was under attack. I also remember the response that our nation had in the hours, days, weeks, and months that followed. Amidst this terrible, terrible tragedy, we were united and strengthened in principle and patriotism. There was an outpouring of love, bravery, and heroism. Neighbors helping neighbors firefighters planting the American flag atop the pile of rubble that, where the towers once stood. We were united in our allegiance to our country and to the flag that represents the freedoms that are unique to our great republic. I remember seeing and feeling a level of patriotism I had never witnessed. It didn't matter your race, creed, or color. We were united in brotherhood over this one nation under God. People's commitment to God and country were evident and celebrated. And we heard story after story of heroic and sacrificial acts that took place in the hijacked planes, the Twin Towers, and in the rescue efforts. People giving literally everything they had for the lives of people they had never met. Sadly, I look at our nation today and it feels anything but united. It seems like there is more hate than love being shown from one neighbor to the next. While we are still supposed to have the same constitutional freedoms we had 22 years ago, it certainly does not feel like we do. In the last several years, we've seen lockdowns, riots, Cities burning, lawlessness, cancel culture, and increasing division. We seem to be looking at all of the ways in which we are different instead of celebrating all that unites us. While it used to be safe and encouraged to have healthy debate and disagreement, and we could walk away respecting one another's viewpoint. A person can no longer assume that it will be safe to speak freely and have healthy debate. You risk being labeled as wrong or bad or much, much worse. You may not even speak at all and still be labeled something that doesn't even come close to aligning with who you are and what you believe. God seems to be intentionally pushed out of every major institution. People are absorbed with self rather than service. They want to take more than they are willing to give. But there is hope. Yes, the world seems to be a dark place right now. We seem to be doing a really good job of speeding up our own self-destruction as human beings. But as Christians, we always have hope in the darkness. We know that God has an ultimate plan for believers. He will never leave us or forsake us. We might have to go through some really tough stuff, but we have eternal life guaranteed with Him. And even in the darkness, we have seen the power of the Spirit moving in people. Look at the revival that started with a small service at Osbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. And it went viral. College students all across the country joined in prayer and worship. These students were united in one thing. The one thing that truly matters and has the power to unite us all. Regardless of skin color or political affiliation, that thing is God's truth and an unwavering faith and a hope in Jesus Christ. And I believe if we are to choose one thing to be courageous in using our voice, it is to profess the truth and the hope of the gospel. The word of God will never return void. The scripture I reference in saying that is Isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 through 11, which reads, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Now the promise in that scripture is twofold. When we hear the word, Void or empty, it references something that is to be filled or fulfilled. God says that his word will accomplish something, but it is the hearer of the word that determines what will be accomplished. God's heart for us, and therefore his word, is such that he wants us to receive it with humility and bear fruit. He wants us to be filled with his spirit. But if we refuse his word and the gift of salvation, we are going to be storing up wrath rather than blessing. God is a loving God, but he is also a just and jealous God. He will give us opportunity to receive his word, receive his love and receive eternal life. But he also gives us the free will to choose to reject his word. That choice comes with judgment. In either situation, God's word does accomplish something. It seems like a pretty clear choice to me, and I opt for the brighter of those two options. And I want to do my part, however God intends for me to do it, to spread the word about the hope we have in Him. It doesn't mean you have to be in ministry or mission work to spread His word. You, Witness, to the power of His Spirit in how you live your life and relate to people. You witness to the power of His Spirit in how you do your work, how you walk through the door every day. Folks, I would love to see a revival that changes the trajectory of our nation for the better. I would love to see us united as a people of one nation under God. I don't know if that's in the cards But I do know that I have hope in Jesus and I can certainly do my part to spread hope, joy, and love that is based in the truth of God's word while I walk this earth. Would you join me in that mission? Will you show the world the power of the Spirit working in your life? We can't do much alone, but together with God, we can move mountains. I'm going to choose to honor this day with a commitment to choosing hope over fear and light over darkness. How about you? What can you do to impact the world in a positive way? As we remember all the people that lost their lives 22 years ago today and the heroism that was shown in the darkness, I pray that you be filled with gratitude and hope and that you never take for granted the life, and the liberty that you enjoy. Have a blessed week, my friends. I will be back on Friday. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.